Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five, the podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts Q and Jay dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. Feel free to yell at your speakers when we ignore your favorites, or you could just tweet at us with your choices, like an adult. Now, let's join Q and Jay in the writer's room as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show. Friday the 13th rap special. <laughs> that would be an awesome thing. The rest of the episode will be done in free verse or iambic pentameter. So I figured, you know, since it's Friday the 13th, we're in the woods. You should have stabbed me. <laughs> Just wait. That would, um, <laughs> that would have made it more real. We'll we'll see where the day goes. Got you it. know, we're, we're, we're recording this podcast. Who knows what could happen? Who knows what sort of stabbery may ensue? You know what I know will happen, though? Jason, we're going to high five. Should we high five? High five! High five! High five! High five! High five, son! Woo! High five! Don't let me hang it. Welcome back to Camp Crystal Lake with blood and the gore and death. Is it fake? Oh, shit. I was going to say, is super fake. Oh, is super fake? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess it is when you have, it's a movie. And wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's back up. It's a movie? Oh, yeah. I thought it was a documentary. These are never documentaries. No. A 13-part Tom... in-depth Crystal Camp Crystal Lake documentary series. Yeah, you've never been to the Jersey Shore area where it happened? I haven't. No, Camp I... Crystal Lake is a real place. I know I said no earlier. It's not a movie. It's real. It is real. Just like Santa Claus. <gasps> I knew it. And Thetans. I knew it. Camp Crystal Lake Murders happened. Totally happened. Documentary series. Yes. I thought it was weird that Corey Feldman was in a documentary, that that happened to him as a child. It did. It actually makes me understand kind of the trajectory of his life a lot more. It is. Like, it is that's what, pretty traumatic It to is go what through. motivated him to get into acting. He was like, I don't feel like I can be myself because I've had these traumatic experiences. Right. Sure. Um, this halfway house. And then a couple more times, you know, people were, other people were pretending to be me. Um, at Camp Crystal Lake, which was also very weird. Right. And so, um, you it's know, sad. I, I had to change my name from Tommy Jarvis. I'm now Corey Feldman, and uh, and I'm and I have to be an actor. Right. And, and I, I like think, Michael J. Honestly, I like Michael Jackson. Um, you know, I don't know if this is acceptable to talk about or not, but he was recently stabbed. Uh, I don't know. If Do you think it was Jason? <laughs> I think it was Jason coming back from for Tommy Jarvis. Yeah. 
I feel bad joking about this, but that's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) Is that Jason came out of the movies? uh, True, not true romance. not true lies either. (laughs) The last action hero style. Yeah, you just kept going with true. You true romance. Nope. True lies. Nope. nope. True detective. (laughs) Nope. True blue. Oh, I got it. Last action hero. (laughs) True went officer. True blue. True via. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. A good artificial sweetener. It is. Uh, yeah, this no. This episode is brought to you by True via. <laughs> <laughs> the only True via. Do you ever do you ever go to those True via trivia nights? No. The True via trivia is so terribly trivial. I thought you were going to say it's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. I'm not that clever. I know. I was like, you're Ed, that Ed, and you're it's like, pretty, it's, yeah, you just it's went. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's pretty sweet. Ah. That's great. Oh, man. So so Friday the 13th. <laughs> yep. That's what we're here to talk about. That's what this day is in celebration of. Yeah. Um, I don't National know you know, holiday. I don't know if you know this. They named this day after the movie series. Did they? Yeah. Fact. Um, so Friday the 13th, it's, uh, it's, you know, the third Thursday of every month. <laughs> That's how that works? Yeah. Math. Yeah, and uh, and it, it works out just about every time. Yeah, take um, our word for it. Take Jay's yeah, word for it. The Friday the Thirteenth. Almost everything he says is one hundred percent accurate. It's very very true. So am I? So I guess I would, I would be the, like the, uh, the local terrestrial expert on this movie then, or yes. this movie series because. I think I'm the only one of the two of us who has seen all of them. Yeah, I definitely have not. I've seen. Let's see if I can name them. Uh, I've seen one, and is two called part two? It's called part two. That's the one where he has like a potato sack over his head. Yes, okay. and he's wearing uh, like a country western shirt and jeans. Because as we'll talk about, the first <laughs> yeah. one, no Jason at all. No, oh, no Jason at all. So that's the that's the big twist. I've seen that one. I've seen this part two. Right. I've seen uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, okay, which is awesome. The, the one on the cruise ship. Yep. Yeah. I've seen uh, Jason in space, the Jason X. Jason X. And uh, Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah, that's is the that one what it's called? Pos- it is called Jason Goes to Hell. If it's the one that where he's possessing people. Yes. Okay. Um, yes, that one is Jason Goes to Hell, I believe. Yes. Jason goes to hell the final Friday, Friday or, the last, or something, something, like, right, something yeah. like that. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, wait, and I guess technically I've also seen Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, oh, well, we kind of just forget that one happened. exists. Yeah. But that's a thing. Yeah. Did you know originally that was supposed to be Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash? I heard that. Mm-hmm. And they actually made a comic book of that post I haven't that read movie. that, though. Have you? No, the comic book? No, I okay. haven't. But Man, I, we should get a hold. It looks we awesome. Get, we should get a hold of that. The concept of that alone is great. Well, one of the things that's interesting about it is there was an earlier movie. I think it was called uh, New Blood or something like that. There was one of these. It's like five or six uh, or seven. I forget. I forget where in the series it is. But there's one called The New Blood where it basically is Jason versus Carrie. Almost like it's a kid with Oh, like a psychic powers. abilities? Yeah. But originally that script was a Freddy vs. Jason script, but they had to change it out and they just made it a telekinetic what? preteen. Interesting. And then they redid Jason versus Freddy later. Interesting. So, yeah. And the J- Freddy vs. I hate that one. I hate it. I, I, and I don't, like, I see what they were trying to do, 
but oh, it's just not good. For me, it was one of those things that uh, I just couldn't ever really wrap my head around whether the movie wanted to be like a full on lampoon right. of those movies or if it wanted to be an actual canonical member of those movies right. because it felt too funny to be part of the actual series but then it also felt too hardcore in some points to yeah. be f- a comedy well, you know and, what and i mean and they try to make the mythos like pretty concrete in the universe right of both worlds which also doesn't make sense like that's and i think that's the biggest problem with that movie is that friday the 13th and nightmare on Elm street are both great horror series i'm using great loosely sure. I mean, we're talking about like classics but they're they're not great movies they're campy no they're fine of all of these i think probably the first one has the best atmosphere as a film i mean After the first that, one they kind of figure out what their slasher right and that's is. that's what i was gonna say because the first one you know spoiler alert for a movie that came out 30 plus years ago <laughs> uh, 1980 yeah um that with the mother being with the mother being the killer in the first movie it's not really intended right yeah. it's not really intended i don't think it was really set up to be a continuing franchise i right. thought it was supposed to be something that was like oh here's a cool spin on it what if it's the mom of this bullied kid right. that was killing these teenagers and then the 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 movie's over right. and then i'm sure you know some producers somewhere were like well there's there's more story to tell here right. you know what i mean like all right, what if we need a... Well, and then the second one, they brought it back and were like, okay, it's going to be the kid, and now he's avenging his mom, and then they just put the potato sack over his head, and they're like, oh, this will be creepy and scary, kind of like the town that dreaded sundown. You know, like, that's kind of what they were thinking. totally. And then it was really the third one in the series where he picks up that hockey mask that someone's like, now we got it. And then it's Like, this is, we got it. Right. And then he dies... And then I think in episode or not episode in volume six, he actually comes back from the dead as a zombie. Okay, so that was going to be my question because I can't remember, and I know obviously yeah. you do. I can walk you through like this, the the timeline of them. Yeah, let's do that. Let's just do a quick like refresh. Remind okay. me like how does how does Jason work? Because Jason isn't always invulnerable. No, I thought because he drowned, right? Yes, I mean he he's always. Back from the dead, but he's not like back Actual, from like the zombie dead. Jason. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, so the first movie is isn't Jason at all. Right. So it's again, the mom. that's where he's you know him being dead comes into play because the story was mom whose kid went to this camp, camp. and was bullied. The counselors did not pay attention to him and let him drown. Drown, drown in the lake because they were canoodling. Right. And so she came. Kaboobling. She comes back with a vengeance. To murder all these horny teenagers yes, all for the, the death of her son. All the counselors. but It's a revenge movie. It is. But the thing about it is most of these, until like the fifth or sixth installment, it's before the camp opens. So it's like the week before or the weekend before. Right. So there's no campers. It's just these horny the counselors there to have a party weekend before camp- campers get there. Right. So she goes and she kills all the horny teenagers and then they decapitate her on the beach. Yes. Okay. I remember that. That. And then they use that as a catapult into the second one to say the trauma of her being killed so close to the lake brought him back as a hulking like resurrected monster him. her blood brought him even back though when he thing. died he was a child yes he and continued somehow to grow in, hell. in the lake in hell yeah right. he grew 
Um, and, and so, so that now they he's kind of just don't acknowledge. They're, they're just, just like, like yeah, yeah, just accept he's it. He's back. Right. Welcome back. <laughs> You're gonna kill some people now. <laughs> you thought you found a way out through the lake. <laughs> Welcome but back. back. We decapitated your mom. <laughs> now you're full of hate. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. John Travolta. Ironically, John Travolta's nephew is in one of these. Is he? Yeah, he's like in the fifth, sixth, or seventh. Amazing. Um, anyway, so Jason is back. Let's just, if that's what it is, right. Jason's back. So then he starts killing campers. Um, and then the third one comes back and they're like, oh, it's kind of like Michael Myers. Like, you thought he was dead, but he's not. But he's not. He's dead. not dead. And so he comes back. Um, and then part three is where he picks up the mask and it actually they sort of find their repeatable rhythm. They're right. like, oh, we can make this a thing. So they, they keep doing that. And then Friday the 13th four. That's the first one with that's well, Corey Feldman. OK, that's the first one that's with right. the character of Tommy Jarvis, who kind of becomes. You know, kind of like a Danielle from the Halloween series. Right, right, right. The right. cape kind of becomes her um, because there's no recurring Jamie Lee Curtis character. Right. Like there's there no survivor the girl. Right. And there's always a survivor, but it's there's not the same. Right. It's not, a it's not the same person. And so uh, the Friday the 13th 4, they actually kill him. I forget what it is. They is they drown him in the lake. And that's what it has to be is they realize that you can like decapitate them. You can stab them. But unless you drown him in the lake where this all started, you can't kill right. him. And that's when they chain him. Yes. Right. They, they chain, chain him, him and he goes in the lake. Exactly. Which, which hold on, let's yeah, segue which, into a cool story. <laughs> so I was reading an article and I thought it was bullshit. I thought it was just one of those clickbait internet stories, but then I did some more research on it. It's totally legit. So a mysterious Jason statue was, deposited into the lake at right. Camp Crystal Lake, like the right. real well, off okay. New Was Jersey. it where they filmed it? In- that's that's what I okay. thought. And I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I believe that, that was the it's case. It's either in a, a like the lake that it's based off of or not based off of, but or the one you, that they filmed at. Right. And I think I would probably lean towards the one they filmed at. And then Nobody knew that this existed. So like who, the person did it with no sort of like, hey, everyone, I'm, I'm putting this, this in here. He legit. It was a long con. Yeah. Like he was like, I'm going to put this very <laughs> realistic looking Jason statue chained, chained at the bottom of this lake. Right. In the place that he was chained in the movie. Just in hopes that someday a diver will be swimming along and right. have their fucking wetsuit filled with <laughs> shit as they shit themselves. <laughs> That's the thing, though. It would it would take you a minute to realize that it's not a thing. Like, you see that. Okay, so if I were to just show up at your house in, like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre garb with the chainsaw, I took the chain off, it's completely safe, right. but I kick open your bedroom door at 3 in the morning with the chainsaw, you're going to be scared, and for half a second you're going to think, I'm living a nightmare. Yes! Until you realize that it's me or whatever. That's the same thing as this. Totally. Place. You're just swimming. You're probably looking for golf balls or right. whatever. whatever. Or you just think it's funny because you're in the Camp Crystal Lake lake. Sure. And you go down there and there's a life-size <laughs> Jason <laughs> staring up at you through the murky water. You're going to immediately. Machete turn. in hand. Half a second think that that's Oh, my God. It's Jason. 
and then you die. You're like right. your your heart palpitates, you passed out underwater, and you and die. And you die. This artist is a goddamn murderer. I'm into it. Yay! We want them on our show. Yes, come on, please. Murder Minute. Yeah, we <laughs> Murder Minute. We want to hear about this crazy idea that you had. <laughs> I love I'd love the idea. I support though. it. I think it's I honestly so funny. would be f- I would be fine with people doing that with more movie related creatures. Like I want a shark. <laughs> Like a giant jaws. jaws off of, you know, a bay in New York. I want someone to make a Harry and the Hendersons in like Oregon woods. And just leave it there. Yeah, just like just walking. A, right. Nice until somebody there. notices it. But it's not Bigfoot. It's the it's, it's Harry. the Harry from <laughs> Harry and, and the Hendersons. Hendersons. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I would be totally or into I want just... someone to build a statue of an elf and then just put it in a suburban family's home <laughs> while they're sleeping <laughs> totally. one night. And put their cat in its mouth. Right. Halfway in, halfway out. We'd have to kill the cat, but I mean. <laughs> for <it's> art. art. <laughs> <laughs> you murderer. do what you have to do for art. And that ends Murderer's Minute. <laughs> uh, so so okay. we were at four. Drowning so we, Jason. Drowns, only way to kill him. That, and so they, they do it. Then. Turns out not the only way to kill him. Well, no. Uh, they do. It oh, works. okay. He is dead. number five is a travesty. Okay. Number five is there's no Jason. Oh, really? They make you think that it's Jason, but it's just some crazy kid named Roy who lives in like the halfway house. Wait, is this the, the one with, uh, what's his name? Um, Paul Rudd? No, Paul Rudd's in Halloween. Oh, he was, that was a Halloween. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, all right, all right. No, this one, uh, this was this the one. This is just some random Yeah, person. it takes place at a halfway house. So they basically Halloween toed this on number five. Wait, what at, do you mean Halloween two? Now, Halloween ha- two has a. Uh, has. No Michael Myers. No, no. You're thinking Halloween 3. Halloween 2 is the one at the hospital. Oh, that's then right. Halloween 3 is yeah. Season of Halloween the Witch. 3, yeah. So they Halloween 3'd this, where kind they were of, like... Well, but it they make you think it's Jason. So Season of the Witch is, has Just its own to, story. It's its own thing. They make... They, it's like point of view kills. It's the same... Like pattern, got it. They make you think that it, but then it just turns out to be. So they went. They win Harry met Sally. This. Yes, they very much did. <laughs> I'm just gonna start naming <laughs> random movies. So they Shreked it. Yeah, is they, what you're they saying. They Shreked it all up. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they uh, Kramer versus Kramer did. Got it. Twelve they, uh, Angry Men. Did. They Sophie Choices it. <laughs> they so Schindler's hard. listed it. <laughs> Ooh, and we, I win. <laughs> and Realtors.com. Yeah. Um, Every character in the movie is black and white except for fake Jason. He's red. They kids it. <laughs> they yeah. all just had AIDS. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. They, AIDS they, was the killer. <laughs> wow, they got really <laughs> metaphorical. <laughs> Turns so out what, AIDS so was the killer. Was it Jason's mom? No, AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Shit got real. AIDS is the real killer. And Friday they just the Thirteenth, Part Five. AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> the musical. <laughs> They combine Rent, <laughs> It Follows, and the Friday the 13th franchise. It's like, it burns when I pee, I'm stabbing you. <laughs> In the knee. <laughs> We're horny teenagers who are going to have some sex. You know what's funny? If you think about It Follows... Because it, it has a lot of the similar tropes that were created by this series and some yeah. others. Slow-moving protagonist. <laughs> yes. The person who's just kind of like, 
I'm chasing you, <laughs> but like <laughs> at pe- a reasonable speed. <laughs> the Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just love the concept of like a killer being like, I'm going to get to you, but like I'm not going to exhaust myself. <laughs> While I got I'm a lot doing of it. You know what? I got a lot of teenagers to kill tonight. You're like number two. So look, I'm not going to waste all my energy. You go ahead and run. It's fine. I'm slow, but I'm real strong. So I don't need to walk around to the door. I'll just walk through the wall. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm determined. Yeah. When I get something in my mind, I I'm can usually, very you know, single minded. I can usually go after yeah. it. So, you know, you do your thing. I'll get you. I'll, <laughs> hey. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. There's a serial killer we need. Just like a guy who's like real like open about it. He's like, no, I mean, you They go, did that. It's I'm behind the you. mask. Rise of Leslie version. <laughs> I'm going to get you. Yeah. I mean, you hey, I, I'm going to get you. I mean, <laughs> you I mean, they, do, do you. They kind of do that with Freddy. I mean, Freddy has the quips what they eventually get to. So, okay. So back so to So Jason, this. Drowned. Drowned. Fifth movie has no, no Jason. Jason kid named Roy, and you can tell because he wears a blue hockey mask instead of the red triangle. <laughs> That's literally what it is. Got it. Awesome. Okay, so part six. Wait, so was he inspired by Jason? Is that like the point, or do the, is there like no point? Like it, it's just like well, it's kind of a halfway meh. We got you. Point, yeah, thought it was Jason, not Jason. Doesn't matter. Kind of that. End yeah. of movie. <laughs> kind of that. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, and so part six. I love part six. Yeah. Part six is called Jason Lives. It's got uh it's got Horshack from Welcome oh, Back. Oh nice. Hunter. Welcome and, back. And then it's got another actor playing Tommy Jarvis, the Corey Feldman role. Right. And because he's older one, now. Yes. So this is the one where they legitimately like electrify Jason and bring him back from the dead. Like, I forget exactly how they get him back, but they bring him back to life. And this is zombie Jason. Got so it. he is back from the dead, super strength, like pushing over trees, crushing people's skulls. This is the this is the one where they truly embrace. Is this the one where you see Jason movie. without his mask? You see him without his mask in a couple of them. Actually. Okay, like three has him without his mask. Um, I think two. And he's does got as like well the weird the deformed head. Yeah, it it changes throughout the series. Like the first one, he's kind of like just bloated a little right. bit and he's got his like creepy smile the third one he's a little bit more messed up and he just kind of progressively gets worse got this it. zombie version is is um not as horrific as the jason in space where his skin like has right. taken over the mask right um this is just kind of he this is the big hulking first hulking jason like got it <clears throat> kane hotter-esque got jason. it so he's throwing people through windows and crushing people's skulls it's so much fun and then the next one... <laughs> it's a great it's, old time. It's, it's just grand. You know um, that old treat. Then that the old chestnut. is the one about with like the Carrie girl. Got the it. The telekinetic. Yep. That one ends, and then it's Jason Takes Manhattan. Which I love. So that one... That one's fun, but just dumb. It's fun because it's dumb. Yeah, it's super dumb. That's where they're starting to kind of run out of their ideas. I just like the concept of, much like uh, The Lost World... Of just like a behemoth <laughs> creature running right. wild on the streets of New York City. <laughs> yes. Like that was where it got fun, like in the sewers and all yeah. that. And it's just like dumb. You're yeah. just like, Jason doesn't. It's a real fish out of water story. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, the fish out of water thing makes sense. I think the reason that I have such contempt Get it, for this. fish out of water because Jason yeah, drowned in the lake. Was in the water and now right. no. I think the thing and that, has that causes contempt for me with this one is just that it doesn't take place at a camp. Or in the woods. Which is the whole conceit. Yeah. But you, so like, then you feel the same way about Jason X. 
Yeah, kind of. Even though that takes place in a space school. But it takes place in a space school that was launched from a research facility that was built on Camp Crystal Lake. So, so hey, and who's in Who's it? Uh, is it Cronenberg that's in that? I don't think he's actually involved no, in No, I it. think he is the he plays the scientist oh, at yeah, the beginning okay. that yes. revives Jason. Or they try to make it look like Cronenberg. Yes, there's some there's sort of There's some nod. director, I forget who yeah. it is, who is in that movie. But go yeah. ahead. Okay, go ahead. And so that that one's that one and then Jason goes to hell is was supposed to be the last one. Then they came back like 10 years later with Jason X. And then Freddy vs. Jason, then the reboot. And the reboot is Platinum Dunes, and it's dumb. Like, I, they just don't, I didn't see the reboot. They don't get it. It's very cynical. It's very, you know, all the kids in it are like fashion models. It's it's Michael Bay. It's a Platinum Dunes movie. Right. So it's exactly what you would expect it to be. And it's just, it doesn't understand the heart of the film. Got it. And so it's just bad. So, I mean, I loved these growing up. Like these, um, Child's Play, Friday the 13th. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Halloween. Like these are the things that I watched every year, and so these like really, really scared me. Um, but I mean, if you've only seen four of them, like what are the movies that scare you? Well, like what did you watch to be scared? Uh, it's Friday the Thirteenth, after all. Yeah, you don't have to just talk about this. Friday the Thirteenth. Um, wasn't real. I actually saw those later in life, so that wasn't. Uh, those weren't like movies that I grew up with or anything. Um, for me, it was probably, uh, it nice. The, the, the miniseries. The, yep. The miniseries it, I watched a lot of the Stephen King televised series Those scared me. I wasn't really into horror a mm. lot growing up, so I really didn't watch a lot of scary movies. Oh man. You missed uh, out. Yeah. So still good. haven't seen, never seen Hellraiser. What? You would uh, hate it. Yeah, I know. You would not hate a gore it. fan. Oh, and that's all those are. Uh, it's at least the first two. That they get real dumb real fast. Haven't done Hellraiser. Um, I've only done a handful of the Nightmare on Elm Street ones. Um, I'll tell you one that I did see as a young kid. That was a, I think it was a Wes Craven movie. Um, People Under the Stairs. Yeah, that is a Wes. Craven. That movie freaked the shit out of me. Yeah, I always was- found psycho people to be a lot more scary really than like monsters because uh-huh. for me monsters just weren't real so right. it was hard for me to wrap my head around but like the concept of like people under the stairs of this husband and wife team who were just these psycho like sadists sadists yeah that was real so th- to me i mean obviously that's a campy movie but Sure. To me, that shit scared me. You know what I mean? Because like, like last house on the left. Yeah, I'm like these people could legit like fucking get you and yeah. kill you and torture you or whatever. Well, I think that's the reason the strangers is so scary. Oh yeah, that like, movie scared the shit out of me. I I really liked it. Now I don't want to see the new one, uh, uh, and no. I'll probably watch it when it comes on streaming. Well, but... Haley reviewed it for us on our website. Yeah, that's, so that's if anybody's true. interested. They will just make Haley's perspective the high five perspective. Yeah, I think it would. It's probably what we would have felt. So go check it out on our website. And so yeah, Gates of Haley. Um, she has the, the every week of, horror yeah. related stuff. I don't know why we haven't mentioned that already during this episode. <laughs> you should be listening. You should be reading that every Read Wednesday. It. Every Wednesday, in if our you're into horror, section. we've got new episodes by Haley Williamson, the high five resident horror expert. Experts, yeah, uh, journalist. I think what was her reporter. last one? What did we? What did we uh, have? She was talking about. Oh shit! I don't remember. Uh, oh she, no, no! It was the Stranger Things Halloween Horror. That's right. Which yeah. uh, now we're planning a vacation so we can go hopefully to Amazing. it. Amazing. 
Maze. I want to see it. I want to go through that Stranger Things maze. I'm super into that. I know. Oh, wait. Oh, wait where, where, oh, oh, okay, yeah, we're, we're talking about, about like, what scares us. But I do have so a funny Stranger story. So uh, I was watching that movie when it came out. I got it on DVD. And I got together with a group of friends to watch this movie in my house. And well, Okay, let me... Can I pause you and ask yes. you a question? Uh-huh. Was the intention of the night to just have a joyous, scary movie watching time together? Yes. That's not that movie. No. So... <laughs> So we start watching the movie, and it's like tense. you want a you want a haunting of Hill House for something like that. It's intense. It's a it's a uh, super intense home invasion movie. Yeah. So we're watching it, and no shit, there's a part in the movie where the characters are knocking on the door, and our fucking front door starts oh. banging, <laughs> no. like bang knocking. And I'm just like, we all fucking We're gonna- simultaneously shit ourselves. Like, everybody's like, oh, my fucking God, don't answer the door. Like, <laughs> this is like the ring. Yeah. When it you was, watch this movie, someone invades your house. It wouldn't have been bad and I'm, I'm if it was just like a light, like, normal, normal neighborly, normal knock. But it wasn't. It was like, wham, 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 wham. Was it followed by this is the police? No. What it turns out was totally nothing. Neighborhood teenage kids running around banging on people's doors. Oh, just happened perfect storm. to be doing it while we were watching this movie. That's amazing. Absolutely horrifying. fucking scared the shit out of us. I uh, I had a friend who would do that with the, the ring. Every time he showed the ring to someone for the first time near the he end would of the call? movie, he would leave and Seven then call days. their cell phone. Yeah. And uh, and freak them out. Um, So, yeah. So, those kind of movies were more my speed of the, like, scary home invasion, kidnapping. Also, I saw Serpent in the Rainbow when I was was pretty young. That one's creepy, especially if you're claustrophobic. Yes. So, that movie fucking freaked me out. The idea of the whole zombie powder shit and... That was I love terrifying. that movie. That's a a Wes Craven. Yeah. I think Wes Craven, for me, was probably the... He was my in. Yeah. I saw that. I also saw um, what was the, the one with the elect the the um, the electro not electronic the with the electro- death row guy who got electrocuted. The shocker. Oh, oh man, I completely forgot about. The and shocker. he would fucking travel through yep. fucking power lines and nice. shit. Yeah. Did you ever see this? Wasn't a Wes Craven, but I, for whatever reason, whenever I think of the shocker, I think of this other horror movie. I think it's from the seventies or the sixties called The Tingler. <laughs> have you nope. heard of this nope basically it is people are dying randomly mm-hmm. and what it turns out is there is an invisible monster that gets inside you on your spine and like tickles you until your spine breaks and what? then when you're dead it leaves and there's a doctor who believes that it's happening and no one believes him so he's trying to get someone so as this is happening, he can slice open their back and catch this creature, and he does it, and there is something. That sounds kind of awesome. It's it's crazy. kind of a cool concept. It's it's like its own thing. Weird. So okay, it. let me ask you a question. So we mentioned Wes Craven, and you said it's more scary when it's like people as opposed to hulking monsters. Monster. Well, how about how do you feel? Where do you land on the movies that are kind of in the middle, like The Hills Have Eyes? 
That's supposed as real people, but they've become hulking monsters. Yeah. That is a Wes Craven movie. I will say any of those kind of movies, I'm totally way more on board with. Right. I, where you lose me is when you start introducing supernatural powers. Right. Okay. Okay. So like with Jason, if you cut off his head, he's dead. You right. know what yeah, I mean? He should be dead. So when Michael he comes Myers. back, it become it stops being scary to me because I'm like, well, that's not real. Like right. that cannot happen. Um, with the Freddy Krueger stuff, you know, he, the dream stuff freaked me out, but because like anything can happen in a dream and that's totally, and that is the idea of if you die in a dream, you die in real life, that's something that, you know, you've somehow subtly believed your whole life, whether you admit it or not, whether you admit it or not, Randy. So when that was happening, that was, that scared me. But when they went the whole comedy route with him too. It kind of killed that for me. It became not scary. It's still enjoyable, right? But not scary anymore. I think, now it was more well, so. Like Child's Play is fits the bill on that for me. Like yeah. I don't think those are scary. No, those are meant to be cheeky. Yeah, and Brad Dourif is great in that role. Totally. And I think like when it comes to Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one and the third one are the only ones worth watching. I mean, there are other fun ones like New Nightmare. Third one is Dream good. Warriors. Yes, yeah, that was a good. That one. one's a good one because that one has a good mix of gore effects, yeah, plus one-liners, but it's also legitimately scary. It's kind of like a weird superhero movie. Yeah, and it's got Lang and Camp in it. You yeah. know, she she kind of but all does the te- her all the teens end up having like it's powers, s- superpowers. That, the last thirty minutes, that oh, nah, thirty minutes is too is too harsh. But the last like fifteen minutes of that is a little weird. But if you go with it, it's fun. The sure. first 45 minutes of that movie are great. Yeah, oh, for sure. Great. So I'm with you. What What? What about you? What scared you? You know, I think... What kind of movies? I, I really was scared by the same types of things you were, I think. I think if it was people, it was scarier for me. Um, like Psycho really scared me as Ooh, a kid. Yeah, that was a good one. I didn't that one, that one really scared me as a kid. Or I'm always scared by things that seemingly have no control. So stuff that was like other dimensions, like uh, Event Horizon. Not sure. a great movie, but the concept of that really scared me. Of something scientific going horribly wrong introducing us to something that we shouldn't be introduced to. Sure. That type of thing was always scary. So did you ever see In the Mouth of Madness? Yes. So would that fall in line with kind of like Yeah, like uh, Jacob's Ladder really scared me. That is such a good movie. It is. But like those types of things scared me where it was, you know, sort of transporting me somewhere. I was like alien scared me, claustrophobia, that, that type of thing. Um, so those were the ones that really affected me hard. Sure. I think the scaredest I've ever been though at a film, and this is the age that I watched it was psycho. I watched psycho way too young and it scared me for, for weeks. Like I would think about it and just get nervous. Um, and so those types of things, I think things that aired closer to real. Sure. You know, like jaws. So similar Yeah. stuff, stuff that could like, obviously not really happened but but at least had more plausibility than like we killed this dude and now he's back he's back again i see see for me these friday the 13th movies uh the halloween movies the first halloween is scary because it falls into that gap of this could totally it totally felt real and that was the thing they at you're right at the time for the first halloween it wasn't about the mythos it was just about this 
crazy dude right who was legitimately just killing you and there was nothing you could do and you if you got in his way you were, you were in trouble. dead you know what i mean and and i think honestly with all of these series nightmare on elm street friday the 13th halloween where they end up going wrong is when they try to get into bloodlines mythos backstory I don't care about any of that. Like, that's not why I'm watching these movies. I'm watching these movies for elaborate machete kills. Ooh, you just hit on a really good thing that I think hits on a core, like, fear of mine. And I think it kind of plays to what you were saying earlier, too. Um, things that I don't know why they're happening... Yes. I find much scarier. Like, like the strangers. Right. When there's, there's no context for And that. there's no explanation and there's no reason. It just happened and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't stop it. You can't say the key word. It doesn't have a weakness. Funny like, games is like that. Totally. Um, last house on the left. If there's not like a, a safe word. There's not. There's no reasoning your way out of you it. You can't there's be no like, Jason, your, out of it. your mom. And then suddenly he's like, yeah. oh, mom. You know, like there's no sort of anything. It's just happening to you there's nothing you can do about it you're fucked you know what i mean like that is scary to me like it follows i feel like when you yes absolutely into that i feel like when there has to be mystery when you give things context it humanizes it too much and when it gets humanized it becomes less scary fear of the unknown is terrifying well fear of the unknown and also on the flip side of that if you're going to make a movie that is reliant on context for instance i'll use uh event horizon again Event Horizon, once the what's scary is when you find out what happened. Sure. You know, all the not knowing is tense, but when you find out it's like, oh my god, they like went to hell. Right. That and then like that realization is scary, but it has to be done in a certain way. And there's also something cheap about it, which is why that movie is not universally loved. Like I like it because it scared me the first time I watched it and I have a nostalgia for it. It's not a great film. But the knowledge of what that movie is about is scary. Right. And I think so it has to be a very, very specifically done thing because the not knowing is what's scarier. I think that's why The Witch a couple of years ago worked so well. The Vavitch? The Vavitch. Not really knowing what was going on. Right. I think that's why it was so scary. Why do you think, um, you know, out of curiosity, since we've kind of touched on the backstory and how some of these characters went funny... What do you think the deal is with them taking these characters and leaning heavily into that comedy aspect? Like Friday the Thirteenth, they did as well. They mm-hmm. they made um they made that TV series which had which really wasn't about Jason at all, but it was more like an anthology horror right. series um, about the curio shop. But a lot of that had kind of comedy in it. I mean, they went as far with Freddy Krueger. He had a fucking cartoon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They put out Freddy Krueger raps. Like, what is the like? Why do that with your? Or why are people fascinated by that? Like a a murderous, crazy thing. But let's make it funny and silly. I have an, I have a thought, and it might get too deep. I know. I want to hear it. I'm curious. So here's what I actually think. It's it's a mixture of two things. One, it's just commercialism. Like that, let's just, we'll throw that out there. That is what it is. Let's water it down to the point where everybody can have some. mass marketable. That's exactly what it is. Now, on a psychological level, I think why it works is that humor and fear go really well together. 
It's kind of like sweet and sour. They're like the opposite ends of that emotional spectrum. Sure. And so, you know, that's why movies will have fake out jump scares. It's sort of like a palate cleanser, you know. There's a lot of tenseness. You need something to kind of go, and like release that steam. And so they pair really well together. And so when you have movies that, you know are meant to be series like this. That's why the first ones of these are never funny. Right. They're all very serious, very straight, very straight. And it's only as they become more of a commoditized product that we're mixing in some more of the sweetness. Right. To again, as you said, water it down, make it more mass marketable. But by then it's just little bits at a time. So we like the comedy and then it's like, Oh, well now they're doing something different. And, and this is really funny because I'll argue I'm not scared. And it's also kind of like hearing a joke a bunch of times. It's not going to be funny. You're, you're not going to be scared by the same jump scares over and over and over and over again. Cause you've seen them. Well, it's a perfect example. Like with, um, they really did it with the Freddy franchise. I mean, not the Freddy. Fr- well, obviously they really leaned into it hard with the Freddy franchise, right. but then they also did it with the Friday, the 13th with Jason X, right. Jason X is played for laughs yeah. a lot of times. Like, the whole movie, they know it's silly. They know it's in space. Like, huh, yeah. how stupid and hilarious is this? Um, and then I would say that uh, Freddy vs. Jason is the perfect merging of both of those right. very watered-down commodities put together in a movie that's just like, let's laugh at it it's, and be like... And that's why it's It super doesn't even feel like it's trying to be horror at all and anymore. And I think that's the thing that's so aggravating about it, is that it's taking two things that I actually do care about and only showing one commercialized aspect of it. It's, you know, it's not the Jason movie that I want. It's not, it's not the Jason... Or the Freddy movie that I want. Right. It's just the watered-down, commercialized products of it merged together. It's kind of like a peanut butter and jelly in the same jar. Right. It's like, yeah, I get the convenience of seeing both of these things together. But once you get in there, it all mixes together, and it's just this weird it's mess. It's not as good. It's not as separated and divided as it needs to be to sure. be, you know, delicious. Right. It's just sort of a mess. Like, the first little bit... You know, the first time you open that can right. of pa- uh, peanut butter and jelly in the same jar, you're like, this is cool. The first couple scoops are going to work. The first time I see Jason and Freddy on screen together, I'm like, this is pretty cool. Right. I like having both of these guys here. But the more you use it, the more along that two hours that you sit, it's just a mess. Right. It's just a gross, unappe- unappealing mess. So to lean back into what you were asking or what you were saying about comedy and horror going really well together and to kind of like sidestep it in another direction along that line. Is that why you think, do you think that that is why so many comedians make that foray into horror so seamlessly a lot of times? Like, like think of your Jordan Peele and your get right. out. Think of even your John Krasinski with uh, a quiet place with a quiet. Place. I mean, which we watched yesterday. And I know he's not a comedian in the traditional sense, sure. but he's known for comedic roles and more he is lightheartedness. Known to, and he is known as being a lighthearted, funny guy. But do you think that that's why those kind of things transition? It goes both ways. Kind Maybe. of like horror needs to kind of transition into comedy a little bit to make us feel better. But the comedy also underlying all comedy is a little bit of horror. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and that's like the best comedy 
is understanding truths at the heart of society. Right. And so is the best horror. You know, right. but the best horror movies are used as allegories. Because I'll say be used as allegories. one of my favorite kind of horror comedies, but that does both comedy and horror really well was Cabin in the Woods. Oh, it was great. Cabin in the Woods was brilliant. It was funny. Mm-hmm. It also hit all those horror things, and I was like, "Damn, that was fucked up and kind of scary." Super and intense. It was super smart the way that they did it because they openly acknowledged what they were doing, which was great. Right. Final Girls was the same way. Oh man, that's such an underrated movie. I would like to recommend anybody who's listening to this episode check out the Final Girls. It's great. Um, who who was Thomas that? Middleditch is in it. Um, Adam uh, Adam, Adam Devine. Adam Devine is not. Uh, Crap. The younger sister of the girl from uh, Bates Motel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, what's uh, her name? I can't think of it. She was from the first season of yes, American, American Horror, Horror Story. Story. Ah, oh, well. whatever. Fruiser Balk. It's not her, but nope. she looks kind of like her. It's really good movie, It's though. super good. It's also got the girl from Vampire Diaries in it, but who is way better in the movie than in Vampire Diaries. Totally. Um, but it's great. and But it works well in that, too. You know, I... The I, Rise of Leslie Vernon. I mentioned yeah. that earlier. That's a great movie. Uh, uh, Dale and Tucker versus Evil. Absolutely. Is, and that one great is a comedy movie. horror because that one folk that one leans harder into the comedy, comedy than say like Cabin in the Woods does. Right. Um, they're both funny, but Dale and Tucker leans hard onto it. Right. You know, I I don't know. I think that you know what we talked about before. There being some sort of emotional connection between the comedy and the fear it helps especially when it comes to comedians going in that direction. But Jordan Peele's a weird example because I think Jordan Peele is good at it because he loves it. Like Jordan Peele is an avid horror fan and you can tell, you can tell that he just loves those movies that he has studied Rosemary's baby. That sure. He knows those. All right, well, movies let's, back let me throw forth. something else at you then along those lines. Another example, not necessarily straight up horror, but Bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat Goldthwait deals in d- very dark yes. movies now. You know what I mean? And I love it, actually. He's great at he's it. He's great But at he's it. another person that came from a background of yep. comedy, straight-up comedy, and forayed into this like really heavy, dark right. material. Well, and I think it kind of goes back to, and I don't want to get too dark you know, on this silly, silly episode, but, I mean, it's kind of what the Robin Williams syndrome. It's the funniest people... Ha- are usually funny because they have darkness they're hiding right. or darkness that they don't like or something, you know, is there's some sort of pain there, whether it be emotional, societal, um, just, you know, connectivity with sure. you know, how, how they relate to other human beings. But there is usually in the funniest of people, there's usually some level of darkness. And I think the people that are the funniest when it comes to telling those stories are able to do that because they're introspective. Sure. And when you look inside, you also see the dark. Right. And I think that, you know, with John Krasinski, I think he's a great actor. And I think there was something about the tone for A Quiet Place that he was able to tell. I actually watched an interview with him, and he was saying, we didn't approach this as filming a horror movie. We approached this as like like we were filming a family drama, and we just inserted scares into it. And... I can see that watching the movie because we saw it last night and it's fantastic. And um, and I think that that approach is what makes A Quiet Place so successful because it has the horror tropes that you want, but they're presented in a way that feels new. It feels different. 
you know? I'm not going to say it has the same tone as It Follows, but watching it was similar to feeling like I was watching It Follows. It's like, I know where what these these tricks are, but this is a, a, a really new, interesting way of telling it, like of doing it. Agreed. And so that's why that's one of the things I think that works about A Quiet Place really well is they do that. They Everything that happens is like, oh, I... I understand the mechanics of this, but it's all sort of new. I think that's fair. So I, I highly, highly recommend it. I think that's totally fair. I, I will be seeing it as soon as humanly possible. Yay! So, so we can talk about it. We can talk about it after you see it, and we'll spoil it in a couple of weeks for people. Ooh, yeah, let's do that. We'll spoil it for everybody. Oh, um, man. But there's a bunch of, um, you know, if we're going to, I want to, you know, dig in a little deeper on the horror comedy aspect of things. Um I think it works really well for. Um, are you familiar with the League of Gentlemen? Oh, wait, the old uh, comic? No, it's, well, it's not old, but the, no, no, you're thinking the League of Extraordinary. Gentlemen. I am. I am. Thinking I'm thinking the, the League, League of Gentlemen. It's British no. comedy, um, but they have some forays into horror, and it is fucking fantastic. Really? So I highly recommend check out their show. It's called League of Gentlemen. They also have Inside Number Nine. Which is a fantastic like huh. uh, anthology series that kind of is heard of that horror one. humor, and then they also have a show called Psychoville, which I've is heard of that one. I know I've heard of that one. Also horror humor. Yeah. Um, but I can't recommend those that kind of stuff enough. But there's a movie coming out soon called um, Ghost Stories. I saw a with uh, Martin a Freeman for that. Yeah. Which is based off of a play that was in London by. Some of these comedian horror people. Huh. Um, the play was supposed to be one of the scariest plays ever made. Really? They had this whole like William Castle level like embargo on the ending. You're not supposed to tell anybody. Wow. So legitimately you can go to the Wikipedia page right now and you can't find anything about how the play ends. Wow. Um, but they would do the interviews kind of like remember the viral marketing for paranormal activity yes where it would just show videos of the audience watching paranormal activity and just being terrified they did that with this play really where they would black light or the night vision night vision the audience watching this play and people were terrified and so now they're adapting it into this movie and it's done by the same. So the guys who wrote and directed the play are writing and directing the movie. Oh, that should be interesting. And I, it is one of my most anticipated movies of this year. When's it coming out? Uh, April, end of April. So So this month. Yeah. Okay. I just started hearing about it and I haven't really dove dug too deep. Now I will say, and I, I closed my eyes a little bit, but when we were watching, um, uh, a quiet place last night, they had a trailer for that hereditary movie. I heard that that movie the, is supposed to be fantastic. Yeah, the trailer. You closed your eyes because you didn't want to watch it. I, I've tried to stay away from. I have heard a lot of that don't, movie. Yeah. Don't go in as blind as possible. I am trying to go into that one as blind as possible. So there was a trailer, and I like kept closing my eyes, and I would like open them or I'd plug my ears. So I didn't hear a lot of it, but what I heard and what I did catch glimpses of looks insane and horrifying. Okay. And so I that's one of my most anticipated movies of this year, scare especially horror movie wise, is that hereditary movie. I'm into it. I cannot wait to watch that movie. I'm into it. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> um so should we actually like try and rank the Friday the 13th? Let's do it. Movies? Hey, before we do it though, can we do one of our most newly 
adapted pieces on our show? I think uh, can we do if our- you're talking about what I think you're talking about, then the answer is most definitely yes. So it is time for the Marsden Minute? It's time for the Marsden Minute. Okay, right. I'm actually going to pull up a timer. And we're going to do a Marsden Minute. Well, to be fair, last time we did five minutes on the dot. I know. But this time, we're going to we're gonna stick to a Marsden Minute. Okay. And uh, so, everybody, this is your hashtag Marsden Minute starting now. Perfect. So, Jason, we just want to reach out to you. We want to talk to you. We want to, we want to, we want to let you know that we are uh, Marsden heads. Is that what we're going to call it? I don't know. Marsonites? I think Martians, maybe. Ooh, Martians. Okay, so we're Mars. Mars is his Twitter handle, so Mars, Mars or Martians. We're going to dub your fan base Martians if you haven't already, and, and we are leading the charge. And as we talked about on Facebook, we're going to crowdfund a movie about you. Yes. We will simultaneously we play, play you. you. We'll find some sort of role for you. We promise. I'm, but- thinking, I'm thinking he should play us. That, I think that like would be great. Like Lindsay Lohan style in, we play, in The Parent we Trap. We both play him. He, he has to play plays both, both of, us. of us. I love it. Or um, like Nicolas Cage in Adaptation. I, I think that would be great. Um, I also think that if you actually come on our show, we'll make the Marsden Minute a segment and give you a minute to talk about anything you want pop culture wise. Every single episode. Oh, there's our timer. So, hashtag Marsden Minute. Reach and, out to us. And Jason... We love you. We love you. All right, so now we should get on to the All Friday right. 13th list. Yeah, so we're gonna, are we going to rank the Friday the 13th movies? I think, or at least just the top five. Do we want to do that, or I'm going to pitch something else to you, oh. and feel free to shoot me down here. Do we want to rank the movie series? Like Ooh. Friday the 13th, Halloween, uh, we could even go as far as like the Chud movies, Critters. I would say... The, 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 totally, those are just all so different. It, ah, I mean, kind. they're all kind of that '80s, '90s schlock. I mean, they kind of are. I don't know. This Hellraiser. Friday, this is this is a Friday the 13th episode. Let's just do those movies. All right. <laughs> I've only seen like four of them, though. I know. So we'll have to like we'll we'll have to. You're just. This is going to be an unfair list, guys. This is the definitive <laughs> list. Fifty percent of the way. Well, I mean, have you seen every movie of every series of all the things you just mentioned? No, but I know more. Like I, I know of those series. Well, this one I know of, but I can't definitively rank the movies because I don't know where they stand. Well, if you if we want to do series, you feel more comfortable with that. We can we can do. No, that. it's fine. Well, we let's do just do everything you want to do. Sounds good. Let's do what I want to do. All right. So, <laughs> so Friday the Thirteenth. I'm gonna list. put. Uh, I'm gonna put Jason X on there. Okay. I love that movie. In a real like horribly, <laughs> it it did for me what I feel like Jason versus Freddy wanted to be right, where it was totally self aware. It was totally owned the fact that it was ridiculous. Jason being rebuilt by nanobots, and right. it's what you came to the movie to see. It yes, it's Jason in space. It doubles down on what what you look forward to in a Jason. So movie. for me. Because, you know, it's not a mind-blowingly sure. good movie. It's not even a good movie. It's just, it is exactly what it sold itself as. Right. And because of that bravery, hashtag bravery. <laughs> hashtag courage. I will, uh, I'll, I will motion for that to be on the list somewhere. Even right. if it's at, like, number five. It would have to be at number five. Okay. If we're going to do it that way. So, um, you know. So then now going. you go. 
Okay, so uh, I'll do number five. So number five is Jason X. That's my pick. <laughs> sure. Uh, my pick for number. Should I pick, do my number pick for number five? Yeah. No. Do your pick my, for number four. Uh, my pick for my my. Pick, I'll let you pick number four. My pick for number four is actually the first one. For number four? Yeah. Because I okay. Here, hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Because when you think of Friday the Thirteenth as a series, what do you think yeah. of? Jason. Wearing what? The hockey mask. So the first one is probably the best film. Yeah. But for the Friday the 13th movie, it's just, it's the most atmospheric and it sort of sets the stage. So it needs to be on there. But I think there are more fun ones. I think there are movies that you could come to that would, they would give you more of what you would expect from a Jason movie. And you'd have more fun watching than that first one. That's fair. And a lot of the kills are POV. And now I will say, Oh my the, god! Did you hear that? It's yeah. the Jason siren. It is that every the first the first. I don't know uh, if anybody can hear this on the episode or not, but there's a siren going the off. The first right Saturday now. of every month, um, where we live, does a Jason warning. Oh, perfect! And Great. so that's why we're it's just to keep you on your toes. Yeah, got it. And so, so that's why. It, it, now I will say the first one has is one of the only one of two appearances of Tom Savini doing the special effects. So it's definitely important hmm. that it be on the list. All right. So number four. Number four is number one. Right? Well, yes, the fourth place <laughs> is the first move. So number three is number seven, right? Number four is number one. Number one is number three. Number five is number six. I'm just trying to confuse you I hope you now. all of you have your, your handy-dandy high-five high, high <laughs> your five abacus? No, no, no. Your Ab- high-five abacus. <laughs> yes. And I hope you are sliding those beans along. So if you don't have an abacus yet, go to our website, type in abacus in the search bar. See You'll what comes find up. it, order it. So, uh, okay, so we do have, we have Jason X yep. in space as number five. We have Friday the 13th, part one. Let's whatever. just refer to it from here on out as Jason in space is number five. I love it. Um, number four is the first part one. one. Uh, part one. And then what do you want have as number three? Let's do number three. Let's make him, let's make it uh I would vote personally for number six. And I know you haven't that's, seen that. That's one. the that's one. the one where he comes back as a zombie. Okay, actually, is, totally. Is because I feel like heads. I feel like our three, two, one should lay the out the one. Jason the mythology. Yes. The so best ones. so number three can totally be number six because that's where he becomes the undead Jason that we know. Yeah, and it's it's got kind of a good mix of it's got some really funny humor that lands, right? But it's also pretty gory, f- and it's it, yeah. I feel like part two should be number two because I feel like that introduces Jason as I, as the villain. I would agree, or I might raise you and and propose number three. No, because see, I'm thinking number three may be number one. Number four is number one. The first, uh, the the Corey Feldman, Tommy Jarvis. Oh, that's right. That's not. That's the best one I think out of all of them. That's okay. the one I'm gonna fight. So the second place, either I'm fine with either two or three. I would push for three because it's the hockey mask. Let's I go would, three. I would push for three because it's the introduction of the hockey mask. So let's go three. I'm so, fine with that. So we have Tommy Jarvis number episode four. I forget what the actual title. Let me look it up real quick. It has a uh, one of those like clever titles like I've the last it. the last blood. Or uh, like episode four is the final chapter. Okay, so the final chapter is number one. Okay, number two is part three. Yep, with the the introduction of the hockey mask. Yep, number three 
was number six because that's where it's zombies. <laughs> this is so fucking confusing. That's Jason Lives. Right, Jason Lives. Jason Lives is number three because it it's like zombie, indestructible, and it's sort of just, it's, it's great. It's right. got some great kills in that one. I actually think Crispin Glover might be in that one. I think that's the one what? with Crispin Glover in it. Yeah. Into it. Number four was the first one. Okay. And then number five was Jason. Was Jason in space. Space, 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 space. So that's it. The definitive list. That's we'll it. have something on Letterboxd as well. That, yeah, that because that was throwing out numbers like that when these movies themselves <laughs> are numbered gets yes. very confusing. So, okay. So we've got uh, four, three, six, one, and then X. Yep. So I'm making, I'm actually going to write down the list so I can remember. Perfect. Um, and then I'll put it up on Letterboxd as this episode goes live. That's what we needed. And, uh, and I would say to everyone listening, uh, happy Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, and uh, what else? Go stab yourself. A slasher, the best there ever was. Skull masher, my fashion, my stature alone, and gold gasper. You go faster in hopes I won't capture. Got a slow gather, but when I go, it don't matter. You're mine. I beat you just to hear your bone shatter. With no chatter, I'll decimate your whole chapter. A horny little teenage individual. It's time to close the door to the writer's room once again, as this week's award-winning High Five, the podcast episode, comes to an end. Feel free to reach out to the guys with your suggestions for episode topics by emailing them at my5 at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E-T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. <sighs> you got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast on twitter at high the number five the podcast instagram at high five the podcast or on letterbox by searching high five colon the podcast don't forget to subscribe on itunes stitcher google play or wherever you're listening to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating if you like what you hear even if you don't like what you hear give us a high rating anyway What's it costing you? Nothing. That's what we thought. See you next week. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here. Hey, you know who needs to be in a Friday the 13th? Jason Marston? Yep. Jason Marston! In space! <laughs> Ah. <coughs>